Hi, and welcome back to a a Melanin Podcast, a podcast where we talk about things pop culture from a Gen C black girl and self-proclaimed pop culture expert, me. I'm your host as always, Tatiana Marie, and today we're going to get a little serious. We're talking about mental health and media. So let's just get into it. Now, for this one, I like the idea of talking about mental health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, if you don't know, even though we should be aware of our mental health all year round. But this one, this podcast in particular, I'm speaking a lot from the heart. I The goal for this podcast is for it to be very, have a comedic take on a lot of different pop culture things. We talk about the stupid things such as the most ridiculous Twitter feuds you ever see or even just the funny things that media thinks is mental health. For example, um, what's trending on Twitter right now has been the good doctor and his portrayal of autism. Now, as someone who does not have autism, I cannot speak to how terribly the portrayal is. But um, from everyone in the community, it seems that is not looking too good for it. I like to talk about things like that. But mental health is also something that is very near and dear to my heart. I'm someone who's suffered from mental health. I'm someone who's lost people to, to their fight with mental health. I've seen people battle with it on an extreme level. And yes, I wanted to be clear that this podcast will still be slightly comedic, but I think this will be slightly more of a shorter episode because I just want to highlight some things that I have and thoughts I have to share. And a lot of this is coming just from my brain. I have a small little outline, but for today's episode, I just want to talk to you. I think a good example of just how mental health can affect us is right now, this episode is only being recorded audioly. Is audioly a word? You know, I should look that up since I'm considered the podcast producer, fact checker, host, social media person. (laughs) Um, Sometimes things just, you know, but you know, this podcast, this particular episode is only going to be audio because of mental health. The last couple weeks have been a lot. You've noticed I, even I haven't posted an episode. The first week actually was in respect for the writer's strike. I actually had an episode planned that I pushed to next month, which I'm very excited for. I um, just called Let's Stop Old White Writers from uh, writing teen comedies. But then the writer's strike happened and I felt anxious, <laughs> mental health, about this idea of sort of making fun of writers in a time where they're facing very serious consequences and losing their jobs and fighting for obvious changes that are needed in the entertainment industry. And I want to do a big deep dive into that as well later on next month of everything that's happening, especially since SAG, which is the, if you don't know, the Actors Union also going on strike. I want to do an episode on that. And then a lot of self-doubt came in. And I think it's important that we talk about that with this podcast in particular. 
I have a lot of doubts, a lot of unknowns, you know, stepping into the podcast space. I'm still very new. I'm not consistent. And that's all about mental health. And that's all things that I still nervous to talk about. And honestly, still nervous to release this episode about being able to be candid and honest about my mental health journey. But as much as I would not want to traumatize you all today, I'm kidding. I truly am looping this back around to media mental health because at the end of the day, I think it's important. And the reason why I'm having these feelings and one of the reasons why is because of media's portrayal of mental health. The things like the good doctors, or if we all remember in 2016, 2017, the media, which was 13 Reasons Why, where it was this crazy story about how <laughs> this girl um, was dealing with her mental health struggles and things like that. And a lot of things that were featured in that show had a lot of backlash, not because it was featured, but more so how. Now at this point, and I should have mentioned this trigger warning earlier, but I will, this episode will cover topics that could be suicide um, and other similar mental health struggles. So if that is something that is triggering for you, you can turn it off now because going into 13 reasons why I cannot talk about it. It was out mentioning that. So please take care of yourself in the notes section of this episode will be resources that you can go to, especially for my girls of color, especially for my black girls, black boys, non-binaries, etc. It's very important that we take care of our mental health first. Now back to the disaster, which was 13 reasons why. Now, I'm not sure or recall from when the book was out. I know a lot of people that read the books. I didn't. I didn't even know the book existed until the show was announced. Um, I remember watching it in high school and kind of being like, this this is revolutionary. Like, they're showing this. But also at the same time, as I was going towards the end of the last two episodes, if you don't know, the show centers around a girl named Hannah Baker who has... Um, committed suicide and she has since um, left a series of tapes that uh, basically explain why that she did it and you're following the perspective of a guy named Clay who is kind of for the most part from what I remember out of the loop of it per se but still very much so under, reach, he's reading, not reading, he's listening to each tape and he's sort of, we're sort of following the journey of him discovering more and more about the things that were happening to her and the reasons why that she ultimately did what she did, um, including sexual assault, learning about sexual assault, um, being sexually harassed, uh, dealing with, you know, just mental health problems in general, home issues. And it's sort of following the fallout of this girl committing suicide and how her peers are reacting and things like that. So I think the show 
was revolutionary in ways where it's like, yay, we're talking about this in this way. And it's on like a platform like Netflix. But I think also at the same time, there is rightful criticism for its portrayal of mental health. Um, It's at the end of the show, the one of the last episodes, it shows the process of her doing what she did very explicitly. I remember I watched the show when it first came out. And I remember having to skip through that scene because I didn't realize how raw it was going to be. And seeing the sides on both coins, I I see why they decided that that was what they thought it was going to be. But like, not the right call because I think the people who had critiques for it, rightfully so, were like, well, now you're showing people how to do it. And now you're triggering people who might go into an episode. And I could tell you confidently now that I could not, you can only watch that once. You can't watch it again. It's terrible. It's shock value. When I think about it now at the end of the day, I don't necessarily think it was necessary. I think there are way easier ways, which funny enough, it took about I think a year for Netflix and their Team Reasons Why team to cut those scenes out because there was also a scene, a very graphic scene of her being sexually assaulted. Um, a year. And I remember a couple years back, I was talking to somebody who had just started watching the, the series. They're like, oh, I finally watched it. I hadn't watched it yet. And they're like, I think it was a great like representation they didn't show anything I was like that's funny that you say that because they did and they were kind of like what (laughs) and I explained that like this whole thing about how like they did and they didn't remove it for a year and they were kind of in shock they're like there's no way I was about to start like praising this series for doing the thing that you're telling me they actually did and they only took it back because of black backlash one thing that I am grateful for that I think they did um, for seasons after, which I heard were terrible. I did not tune in after season two because what do you do after the 13 tapes are done? Like, <laughs> like get 13 more tapes? Like, I don't understand how the show continued after. Um, but I appreciated that they started putting trigger warnings and then it triggered a lot of other Netflix shows to do the same thing, to put trigger warnings for various things and I feel like a lot of people go well that's like why are we doing this that's like if you can't handle it why are you watching it but I think it's very important for people who one may not realize that a show might do something at that nature like I'm watching this show about yes I understand it's about a girl who has passed in her own doing but I'm not expecting to see that happen for what is advertised. It's showing the aftermath. It's not showing her doing it or stranger things where they're, you know, making sure that people with photosensitive views are aware of what they're stepping into that, that could trigger something. So it sucks that it's controversy that makes you want to do this, but I'm glad that, conversation was started 
I think as we go more into mental health and media, I think it's funny when we think about, and I talk about this in a future episode that's coming out soon, how black people are betrayed with mental health. I think until recently, the last couple years, if somebody said they were sad or feeling bad, it didn't seem like, especially in a lot of black centric shows that it was being taken seriously. Um, it was more like, get over it, or I walked in the woods when I was little. I walked up and down the stream to get to school. You having this little depresso episode is no big deal, <laughs> which I guess is also real life. But like, I think media has a big impact on what kids and teens look into, and From what I'm thinking about right now, I don't recall any media, at least from my childhood, that maybe like some PBS shows, Um, but other than that, that had a sort of effect on me where I was able to identify what I had was anxiety and depression and all this stuff, because I felt like a lot of it was the P the typical PSAs of the don't do drugs, don't smoke. Nobody's telling you don't be depressed. <laughs> like <laughs> it's not a typical PSA that shows had. Not until like my later, mid later teens, where I think ABC Family now Freeform, which is all a weird whole episode in itself. Uh, started to explore that and started to have more like, oh, if you're sad, maybe you should, you know, talk to someone about it. Like those like really interesting PSAs like, be you. If you're being bullied, that's crazy. Um, I think now we are getting to the point where we're seeing kids shows and teen centric shows show more and more in that but like I saw this tweet and I totally forgot about this like this part of iCarly where Sam admitted herself into a mental facility because she liked Freddie and I find it funny that like back when it premiered that was very much up for laughs and like watching back that episode or clips from that episode recently I was watching another YouTube deep dive as I always do it was very interesting to like realize the implications of all of it especially you know after Jeanette McCurdy's book came out and all and like the stereotypes of someone who's in a mental health hospital and it truly kind of hit me that like this was what was being fed to me as a kid like Mental health hospitals are just full of people who have delusions and hallucinations and things like that. And I didn't really consider that in reality, well, there are people who have those symptoms in hospitals. A lot of it is like people my age and people who just have really, really bad thoughts and they just need to work through that and to see and I realized how many times hospitals like that were used as a sort of medium 
for comedy reasons in sitcoms. And it was crazy to see a children's sitcom sort of use that. And then they're like, once she, and even like the idea of like, one, what the actress was going through at the time, which is wild. Like Dan Schneider deserves time, to be honest. But like, <laughs> the idea they're like, well, the guy likes me back so I can leave the hospital. Like, that's wild to me. No wonder I have dating issues. Like, <laughs> I was consuming media like this. Um, do not ask me whether or not I am Sam and Freddie or Sam and Carly. Uh, not Sam and Carly. Um, well, that's a ship, but or Carly and Freddie. I have no idea. Sam's on a new show, so I guess there's only Freddie and Carly to consider. Um, I'm slowly getting distracted. Mental health, right? I'm honestly going to keep all these random things in this episode. One, because I'm going to be honest, I am recording this the night before it's supposed to be live. And two, a mental health episode I think needs to be raw. And this is raw. Um, this is the true of how I record. I just love to be able to chitty chat. But back to the main topic, I think it's very interesting. And there's now shows, you know, like Bluey, that like animated show with the dogs. I think they're dogs. Are they like Australian or like British dogs? They are tackling things. They're like kid shows where they're tackling things like miscarriage and like in in like identity issues and I'm over here like I haven't even like <laughs> like I would wish I could write something like that that hits with like a, a five to seven year old audience like that's wild to me <laughs> I just think that we have so much and I mean so much progress that has been made but so much more progress to go in the mental health sphere when it comes to media now media is a broad scope we got music we got books we got tv shows movies i mean if we're thinking about even broadway musicals and we can have a whole deep dive on why dear evan hansen is actually bad for your mental health and not something you should attach to or even things like 13 Reasons Why and a variety of other things. Music. I mean, you got the, um, the Suicide Hotline song from Logic that actually increased the numbers of calls right after its VMA performance. Uh, so there is good coming from modern day mental health awareness and things like that. And I think we are more and more beginning to start to accept the fact that it's an issue and that it's a problem, despite the arguments that I see on Twitter on the daily <laughs> of, <laughs> of some people who have too much time on their hands and are two online, as Logan in Succession would say, which I think is also a very interesting example of 
mental health in media, but I haven't finished Succession yet, and I have about a week before the series finale because I want to live watch it on Twitter. Um, so we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, like the Successions and the things like Yellow ja- and shows like Yellow Jackets, which are obscene examples of people who are in crazy situations that normal life is it and then you have shows like you know the upshaws on netflix and different shows like i'm trying to remember the name of the show you're listening live is how i remember it's always on good trouble on free form i don't know shows that are more Jenny and Georgia, even, I haven't watched it, so I cannot confirm or deny it's an amazing job on mental health, but I think shows like that are showing more so youth and young adults and what they're dealing with, and that's helping more and more Gen Z and the generation after them. God, I don't even want to think about that. Um, I'm getting old. That... I won't say it's like it's normal to have these feelings of sadness. And if you're experiencing like really bad anxiety or bad depression to reach out and they're learning to identify these signs early so you don't end up identifying them like me at the age of 19 in a college um, therapy office. I want to have a generation of people who more understand better their mental health. And I, my dream is, of course, to have it be everyone is sort of uh, happy and things, but it has the resources they need if they are not. I think that's a good place to wrap this up. This has been a long mental health tangent from Miss Tatiana Marie. And if you have finished this episode, which, wow, <laughs> you really must love me and care about me if you got through this one, because this one was just a tangent on tangent. I appreciate you. I really do. And with that, we're going to close today. Thank you so much for joining us today on a a melanin podcast if you like this podcast be sure to rate this podcast review it if you want if you rate it five stars then you might as well rate it six because you're a star so that's six stars isn't that crazy (laughs) also if you want to keep up with the podcast you can follow our lovely podcast Instagram at pop a melanin podcast. You can follow me, the lovely host on Instagram. And if Twitter is still available, it's Tati Marie. So I T S Tati T A T with a Y Marie. I think that's easy enough to spell on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> you like us? We normally post episodes Tuesdays weekly so stay tuned for that I hope you have a lovely day continue to shine and bye